Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. We're gathered here outside Stubbs uh, Barbecue. I'm uh, Bob Boylan. I'm here with... <laughs> and I'm also here with... I've changed my name <laughs> too. It's uh, Stephen Thompson. And I'm Robin Hilton. Was it just last night <laughs> that we recorded a podcast and I was thinking, you guys, let's just keep going. <laughs> I've got I've, all the energy in the world. You were, and now I'm just standing here kind of barely staying on my feet. It's 2 a.m. And I guess it was uh, just yesterday. Uh, roughly. Yeah, uh, like our showcase here at Stubbs, wonderful barbecue joint and a place for music. Yeah. Uh, ended just about an hour ago. Our annual Stubbs showcase at South by Southwest uh, with, an I thought, an incredible lineup. You know, over the years we've had country, rap and hip-hop and soul and funk and uh, speed metal, industrial music, of course. Uh, well, okay, well, not those last couple, but, <laughs> but, and a lot of rock. And this was like the most rock-heavy build that we've had in a while, and I thought it was just incredible. It really Just was. incredible. It, Opening with Power Bottom, who uh, two minutes into their set, I texted Bob something I can't repeat, but it was a, a version of, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my they goodness. just shredded. They shredded. Oh my stars, I think. Oh is my what stars. <laughs> yeah, they, and oh my sparkles, because Ben Hopkins of, of Power Bottom was so full of glitter. And so was Ben's outfit, we'll just say. Yeah. And I got the one of my favorite shots on it, which I put up on Instagram ever, which was that perfect like Pete Townsend moment of just flying in the air, striking the cord, and uh, Ben's Texas socks pointing out. It was so. It was just such a beautiful moment. Yeah, they just had just such wonderful energy, but they also. What really stood out to me was just how funny they were. Yeah. Like the the banter was as entertaining I mean I love the music but the banter was as entertaining as the music and sometimes that can make a set feel really disjointed if you have these like long discursive monologues yeah. but they were so funny and so charming and so it's a third of their show it's like a third of their show but the song but the songs were, were great fun too and I love the mix of kind of poignancy and hilarity that just pervaded that set. It was a great, great show. And they added a French horn player. <laughs> and a bassist. Yes, and a bassist. Yeah, it was great fun. And then you had uh, Hooray for the Riff Raff. Right. Um, they actually, uh, Power Bottom actually brought out a Linda Lee Cigara from Hooray for the Riff Raff to kind of combine, you know, combine forces a little bit. And I was just marveling during that Hooray for the Riff Raff set. I first heard, heard them probably like seven or eight years ago uh, when it was kind of just her in these very... Um, these very quiet, kind of intense bedroom recordings, and seeing her slowly but fully blossom into like a, a just like a front woman with just with just intensity and purpose and power, uh, I I really really admired that set and which which just built and built and even if she was performing really quietly, it was still just belted to the skies in this really powerful way and and a very political in both. Well, almost maybe all of the bands at some point mentioned these days the and, state of the, and, world, and yeah. the, state, the state of politics and being a part of a community and, and standing for what you believe. 
uh, and that was really true of uh, Alinda. And she and was wearing a, a T-shirt that said, uh, "No human is illegal." Yeah. And then, uh, oh my God, Sylvanessa. Then Sylvanessa. New songs, fantastic Just new songs. Shook the entire stage. Shook the entire venue. I, another incredible set, with and the, the new stuff sounded so good. You know, I've been I've been proselytizing about that band for for so long that you sometimes wonder, like, oh, I know people like them. I know they sell out, you know, the 9:30 Club in DC or whatever. But seeing people dancing all the way back to the far end of this venue that holds, you know, 2,000, 2,500 people. It's a big outdoor venue. Big outdoor band shell type place. And just seeing the degree which they had the crowd at, at, at you know, waving its hands at its disposal and dancing. Uh, the new song sounded amazing. I just didn't want that set to end. And then after them, uh, I loved everybody tonight, but by far for me the highlight was Lizzo. Yeah. What a star. My God. She came out on stage with her dancers and her DJ. Well, they opened by... The Big Girls. Is the, it? Yeah, the yeah. dancers are called The Big Girls. Yeah. The Big Girls. Lots of great synchronized moves, and it was just a thrilling, thrilling show, and Lizzo can sing. She just, just belted it. There was so much going on in that set, and I thought it would, there was there was this very there was this very striking moment, you know, because you know she does the song uh, "Good as Hell," and it's like I look good as hell, and it's just really fun and funny. And it's just this anthem of self-affirmation, you know. And, and when you, life gets you down, yeah, like, you're gonna just and uh, it's just like flip your hair like, and you check know your nails. I look the way I look, and I'm awesome, you yeah. know. And and that's and. And that's great, and that's powerful, and that's important. But it had layers beyond that. And at one point, she stops and she she performed a cover of "Drone Bomb Me" by Anony, which is a very, very intense kind of punishing song. And I thought, really, Lizzo and Anony? I would not have put that together. And Lizzo said at the end of the song, like, "That's by my hero, Anony." And you realize, like the connective tissue between these two artists who are you know who are all about like d- defining their sense of self and their and their place in the world at which they're so often at odds that it was it was really powerful and beautiful in addition to being incredibly fun and then after Lizzo we had Big Thief yeah and and Big Thief is a band who I've never seen on a big stage before and they commanded the stage. Beautiful new songs. The uh, intensity that happens between Buck, Meek, the guitar player, and uh, and Adrian uh, Linker were, was just stunning. Uh, and she's got one of the most beautiful voices in rock. I thought it was the best set they've ever, ever done. And, and in fact, some of the people who work with them label-wise who have seen many more of their shows, I've seen them three or four times, uh, said easily the best set that they've ever done and you know and a really big crowd it was really special having them and then to close out the night the new pornographers who <laughs> i mean can anybody write a pop song just as <laughs> oh perfectly God. and brilliantly and insanely catchy as as they do and they open with uh, what is the opening cut to their new record the the song they open up with is called play money and it is just I don't know how else to describe it. It's just the most ridiculously catchy earworm. Yeah, bountiful joy. Yeah, with Again. lots of joy. What really stood out to me about, and it's, it's new pornographers in general, but it was true this set as well, they waste no time. There's, there's not a breath, there was almost no banter. 
Like, there's almost no conversation between songs at all. They open with Play Money, which is just one of these, like, go right out of the gate. Thing. Yep. As soon as they get done that with that song, they slam right into Brill Bruisers. Which, which is the opening cut to the last record. Right, the opening cut. And, like, they, they know how to front load. Yeah. And, and Brill Bruisers is a song, I've said this about it before, that that song gets where it's going in the first fraction of a second. <laughs> the way it comes in, it's just... Like... Immediately, yeah. it's at full blast. Yeah, and and that whole set felt like that. It was career spanning. Mm-hmm. They played Mass Romantic. They closed with um, with uh, uh, the Bleeding Heart Show, which is one of my favorite songs by anyone of all time. Wow. And and so anthemic. And too. it's just it was, but just this whole set was just packed with like hit after hit after hit after hit with just very little space between. Yeah, it was a good night. Uh, what else did you, Bob? Did you see anything earlier today that you loved? Well, I started my day off seeing Martin Atkins. Who oh, nice. Martin did a piece about South by Southwest. He's a uh, former drummer of Public Image, but he these days uh, he talks about bands and touring. He did a, a book called Welcome to the Music Business. You're effed, uh, and he's a, just a very funny man. And, and the, in the room was a room full of musicians who are trying to figure out how to tour. And his advice amongst his humor is get out is, of the museum <laughs> is, is really brilliant it's like he put up a map of the united states and he put up a map of the united states with population and cities and then he drew a line right through the middle of the country and you could just look at the map and he says there's the east coast all these cities all drivable there's the west coast and then you see these big expanses of like huge distances between one city and another, and he said, "Forget that coast." <laughs> and then he, the next one, next slide up was a like gas prices on the west coast, which are higher than the east coast. And so, it's you know, it's an exaggeration of truth, yeah. but it's the nugget of truth is there. And he did that over and over and over again. So it wasn't a musical thing, but it was really truly wonderful. Uh, I, I came 1,300 miles and saw a band from Baltimore. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, Which one? Uh, I, I couldn't uh, help but go see Snail Mail today. Oh, yeah, they're and, good. And they've just grown so much in just the six months since I saw them last. Yeah. So they're, they're just a wonderful band. Tim Darcy, who's with the band Ought, mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't seen solo. And it's one of my favorite records of 2017. And he's got this resonating voice that kind of rattles your chest. And uh, that was a very beautiful set. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Mr. Cunningham yet? I haven't. I will be seeing him at the church tomorrow. Well, that, I mean, I, I saw him in a space. I think you made the right choice going to see him in the church. You're going to fall in love with Charlie Cunningham. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I was going to say, you introduced him as Mr. Cunningham. And I'm yeah. like, people listening at home should probably know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and actually, that was Charlie Cunningham was my... Uh, South by Secret Santa assignment that Robin gave me Pick, picked him out. You're for welcome. Me. Uh, very very good pick. I saw him this afternoon, and and like everything that you said about him held true. That yeah, that big cavernous beautiful voice, and this guitar style that that mixes kind of delicate finger picking with a, with like a flamenco background. Yeah, and the he, rhythms. And he did a he did nylon a fl- right nylon yeah. string guitar. Yeah, he di- uh, did a flamenco piece kind of in between huh. songs, and it was just very beautiful. Like his his voice holds a room really really well that's certainly uh, one of the one of the terrific things i've seen at the festival so far i also opened the day by seeing uh, an americana singer songwriter named allison pierce uh she used to be in a, a or maybe she still is in a duo uh, called the pierces with her sister 
Uh, they did like the theme song from Pretty Little Liars. Anyway, Why I... Why are you looking at me? I know, I know. <laughs> I, Bob, Bob and TV. Um, but I, I, I had loved this, like, a song or two of hers kind of going into the festival and got to see, like, her full set. She's got an album coming out in May called Year of the Rabbit. And these songs are just tremendous. Uh, mm -hmm. And our, our country-loving friend, uh, Ben Kessler, uh, Bob and I share, yeah, yeah. This, share this friend. Uh, I, he, he came to the show on my, on my recommendation and came out of it just in love. So, you know, that's, that's an artist I, I look forward to, like, forcing you to drag to the tiny desk. Because yeah. <laughs> she was wonderful. Her songs are tremendous. You, uh, Robin, were producing a lot today, trying yeah. to get our showcase I, so in order. Did you get out at all? I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to see any right, shows see. other than uh, than this one, than <laughs> our showcase. But what if you could only go to one showcase? <laughs> this was it. And and a lot of that stuff's going to be up online during the course of the week. Yeah, we hope video. to get full sets of most of the shows up by this weekend, by Friday, this weekend. Well, I'm going to save the best for last because the best for last ended the night for me, which was. Let's Eat Grandma, and I shouldn't have paused in the between right. the Let's There's Eat no and the Grandma. Uh, Let's Eat Grandma. They were the band I most look forward to seeing, and they did not disappoint at all. I think of them as imagine a seven-year-old inventing psychedelic music. <laughs> <laughs> it's enchanting, and it's weird, and it's wonderful. We ended the night in a beautiful old Airstream trailer, wooden insides. Yeah. Uh, Just doing the warm glow of these two little lamps. And like, so, uh, well, no, I was going to say it. Uh, something about it was very Lynchian to me. It reminded me. I felt like I was in a David Lynch movie. These these two young women standing there at this tiny little keyboard. One of them has really really long hair. I'd say almost down to her waist. The other one has shoulder length hair, but all one length, and they just it falls over their face, so you can't see their faces, and it almost feels like you're seeing these beings you know like not necessarily human but or they've come from some other world to share this sound with us it was very beautiful but also very strange I, I completely agree it's very eerie music and I, I've said this before maybe even about this band but like you know we talk I talk a lot on this show about the how music that reflects the contents of Bob Boylan's brain and I watching that band this afternoon. They're there and they're playing with these, you know, these pre-recorded tracks. But then, you know, this woman will bring out like a saxophone or a, a mandolin or whatever. And at one point, she pulls out a recorder <laughs> and starts kind of tootling on a recorder. And I just thought that is the contents of Bob Boylan's brain. They're so playful live yeah. on stage. I mean, they'd, the rhythm track would be happening, and they'd lay down on the floor together, yeah. and then they'd get up and they'd start, you know, moving around. But that description that trailer that we described at the end of our night our, is a South by lullaby that we recorded it will be online on Friday and um, it is so beautiful I it was a wait. perfect lullaby for me I thought yeah that's what I need to hear just before I drift off some creepy little weird song in this beautiful little haunting space well it's one of the great things about this particular day at the festival is most of what we experienced and most of what we enjoyed we documented you know, we're, we're able to share it. We're going to share it, you know, on, on the NPR website over the course of the next few days. So this isn't, this isn't just us gathering around to brag about what we saw and to say, yeah, but you wish you were here. We're, you yeah. can share it right with us in the next few days. That's awesome. And I'm looking forward to you telling me, Robin, about your uh, weird dreams tonight. <laughs> every night. <laughs> every, every night. Good night from Stephen Thompson, Robin Hilton, and I'm Bob Boylan. Happy South by day yeah. two. Day two.
If you liked this podcast, discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts and learn more about eight of the country's top 20 podcasts according to PodTrack's podcast metrics. That's npr.org slash podcasts.